Living the gangster lifestyle. That's me, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Working on my belly tattoos. Nice, nice. One that says, like, uh... <clears throat> it says, like, Christ or something like that, right? Like, Christ yeah. is alive. That's it. Gonna have him on my back. I'm gonna have, like, Jesus tattooed on my back and arms. So when I, like, hold out my hands, it's like, he's crucified on me. I don't understand how those, like, like, the gangster aesthetic gets, like, mixed with, like, Christianity, right? Like, I guess it's about that forgiveness, right? It's like, God will forgive me for the bad things that I've done and stuff, right? Like, As long as you say you're sorry, you get into heaven. Exactly. You do the old, uh, you know, you just get a tattoo of a cross on your chest and that makes you an agent of the Lord or something, right? Like You just say sorry about that. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Iconography is so strange. Iconography. I was watching something where um, yeah. they were getting tattoos and... Like, if you ever see any movies or shows where they show someone smoking weed, like, <clears throat> yeah. the it's always, like, they're hallucinating, and there's, like, things flying above them. It's basically, like, an acid trip, and for some reason, like, instead of them just thinking things are funny and taste better, it's like they're seeing armadillos flying above their heads, and... Well, that's the thing. Like, how do you convey the feeling of being high to... An audience, because like getting high on weed is like, like you said, it's it's not really that like potent. You don't get hallucinations and shit like that. It's more of an internalization, right? Like, um, so like, how do you how do you convey that to a viewer that like someone is high? Apparently, rainbows shooting out of their eyeballs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like unicorns flying around, and yeah. Yeah, and it's like, is that to make people scared? Is it some kind of conspiracy to? I think that? it's just, I mean, I think it's just, it's partly lazy too, right? They're just like, um, how do we show that they're high? Oh, we'll just do this. We'll do like a yellow submarine thing, right? Yeah. Like, instead of being like, well, this is what it's like to be high. You just, most of the time you feel pretty lethargic and <laughs> you, you might eat some, you might eat some food and then, and then laugh at some stupid jokes and just be, you know, kind of dumb, yeah. right? So Try to yeah. find something to watch new and then end up watching some show you've watched 17 times. Oh, God, yeah. That happened to me the other night with some movie I was trying to watch, and I was like, I've seen this before, and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to get up, and the PlayStation yeah. controller's dead. Yeah, yeah. Those fucking PlayStation controllers are always dying. Yeah, mine is usually plugged into my phone charger because even my PlayStation cord isn't working anymore. Oh, Jesus Christ, the cord died? Oh, probably the cat. I'm blaming the cat. That cat is a fucking machine as far as destroying cords and my earphones and i sure do love her yeah <laughs> cat tried to lick a, a hot glue gun and i had to pop her in the nose which is probably animal abuse oops oh no it's fine just a little flick or something right like, little <laughs> you, well, you didn't punch her in the face yeah, <laughs> did <her>. you <laughs> yeah i, I uppercut it <laughs> She goes flying. Yeah, tiny, tiny little cat. I just popped her right up. Hit the, just hit like, the ceiling. Back off, Buster. <laughs> she landed on her feet. Mm. They're tough. They're tough. Yeah. Um, 
No, it's, uh, I played that Last of Us 2 the other day. It was pretty, wow, intense game. I heard it's too depressing to play right now, and I don't really want to do that. I need something uh, happy. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I tried uh, Cuphead. Oh, yeah, that's a fun one. I, I played that at my buddy's place before. Oh, that's a fun I one. I thought it was the most frustrating, difficult game it's I've hard. ever played. It's hard. It's fucking and hard. It's like, yeah. just, I'll play Tetris. <laughs> That's fine. Just go back to Tetris, yeah. yeah. Everybody's freaking out about that Fall Guys game now. Yeah, that just seems overwhelming to me. It seems like 80 billion people running around. Well, that's the thing. It's supposed to distract you, and then I guess you fall off the platform or something, right? Like, oh, that could be fun. I, I, don't fu- I don't fully understand the rules of the game. I mean, but I don't know. The videos I've seen looks kind of fun if people are having a good time right now that's all that matters yeah yeah exactly but uh it's um yeah it's been uh how's your work and stuff been going lately you're back on back to i'm working back in the groove yeah i'm working (laughs) one hour early so i gotta get up at 4 30 in the morning so that's fun Ugh. Yeah, it's alright when I leave, but it's not... I can't get to sleep early. My brain yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah. It just doesn't shut off, so I, I'm i usually sleeping four or five hours a night and then going into work and... Oof. Sometimes taking yeah, a nap, sometimes yeah. not. So, yeah, yeah. add the just exhaustion of everything going on right now, add that to work. But, yeah, yeah. you know what? It could be worse. It could all no, be true. worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it could be. Could have no work at all. I'm thinking about that too. <laughs> like, there has to be enough land in America that I can just find a spot and build a cabin. <laughs> Do squatters' yeah, rights. Live yeah. off the land. I've never killed anything bigger than a fish, so that might be difficult because I'd probably feel bad. And then starve within a week, but, you know, give me a fishing pole. Well, I mean, you could still do the thing where you live close enough to town, or to a town where you could go to get supplies and stuff, right? Like, you don't have to be completely off the map. Become a first, like a first, what are those called, a fur trader? (laughs) (laughs) You're, like, taking your pelts into town. But I don't want to kill anything, so it's, like, all shit I found on the road. It's fake. It's all yeah. fake pelts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, go to go to uh, Hobby Lobby, and they're like, "Sir, what animal is blue?" Yeah, yeah. You're like, "Oh, I caught these out by the river." It's a muppet, sir. Yeah, exactly. I killed a muppet. Fresh kills. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Fucking. Everything still feels strange. You know what I have, though? I have a Mm. bunch of exciting Dune news. That's right. This is a Dune Boys episode. Holy shit. Welcome to Dune Boys, everybody. We got Dune news. Is it about the postponement of the film? They haven't officially postponed it yet, right? They have not postponed it. If they did, they moved it up a month, and I believe it comes out on my birthday. So happy birthday to me in December. Nice. Nice. Christmas, Which baby. Which means in four months, I will be in a theater 
um, wearing a hazmat <laughs> suit because I don't care because I'm going to go see it. I'll yeah, I'll buy yeah. 17 tickets so I don't have to sit by anybody. Well, they're not putting people right next to each other, are I don't they? Think so. Yeah, I didn't think so either because they're starting to reopen some of the theaters up here and uh, uh, they're not putting people, you know, there's like at least one seat in between you and, and somebody else, which is still not yeah. enough, I don't think. But um, yeah, fun times. So, so what's the uh, what's the what's the hot Dune news? Oh, you buddy, got? I got a bunch of Dune news. Holy shit! All right, Dune news number one. The first trailer for Dune is finally coming out in August. <laughs> that's the, that's that's this, this month, month. <laughs> and it will be coming out wow. with the re-release of. Inception by Christopher Nolan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. So they're re-releasing Inception. It's probably like an anniversary. I have or no something. idea. Christopher Nolan is very strange, and it's like he's insisting. And it's fine. He's like insisting his new movie, Tenants, Tenant, Tenant, Tenant. Yeah, tenet, it, like yep, it has yep. to come out in the theater. He's refusing to have it put on video on demand or anything like that, and um. So when that comes out, either in theaters or drive-thrus or however they're doing it, um, the trailer for Dune, along with the trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, will be included. Very cool, very cool. I heard that motherfucker doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Did you hear about this? No, I'd like to know more. I don't know. I don't know that much about it, but apparently uh, uh, Nolan doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Like somebody was like wearing a dinosaur shirt and he's like he's like what is that like on set or something and he's like what 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 is that like take like <laughs> turn your shirt inside out get off set like what is that <laughs> I'm like what kind of story is that like who doesn't maybe i mean is he religious or like what's the deal like oh i don't i don't know i had some friends that were mildly religious and they didn't take it too seriously yeah so um they showed me something called it was like Answers in Genesis, or it was Answers in Genesis or something. I remember the guy's name was Ken Ham, and he had very strict beliefs that the world was six thousand years old. And the explanation for dinosaurs is they were killed in the flood, right? But people lived along with the dinosaurs, mm. and I think he even has like a amusement park called like Dinosaur Adventure Island that shows like the the history of like humans and dinosaurs living together. And it sounds pretty amazing. That does sound fun. Yeah, I'd go. I think there was a show when I was, like, real little called, like, Dino Riders or something like that. And I think it was, like, all dinosaurs with, like, rocket packs and missiles and the dinosaurs would fight. I wonder if I'm I, I can't that find that. I can't find anything on Christopher Nolan not believing in dinosaurs, <laughs> so I don't know where the fuck that came from. I think that's, that's a... <laughs> Uh, Doom Boys ex- exclusive. That was a scoop. That's oh, a scoop. Man, we heard that from uh, Frankie Zero uh, <laughs> when he was on set. Christopher Nolan does not believe in dinosaurs. Maybe he thinks they were like planted um, by the devil mm. to convince us that monsters existed or something like but, that. But like, how do we get gasoline then? Like, what? what, what like, what does he think? Anyway, that, I don't think that story is true. So we shouldn't be shouldn't be casting aspersions about. Uh, about visionary filmmaker do you think christopher nolan do you think uh gasoline is from dinosaurs 
I thought it was. It was dinosaur bones, right? Like it's <laughs> it's all been compressed and I think and, it's all algae and like um plant life and everything decomposed, I think. Yeah, but uh, I mean the dinosaurs got mixed up in that, right? Like they're the 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 bones like decay over time and shit, right? Like and the flesh becomes one with the earth and I don't know. I don't know what gasoline is. <laughs> But that's exciting that we're getting a. That's exciting that we're getting a, a new, a new Dune. Uh, we're getting a new Dune trailer. Oh boy! Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't. You know, now I I know that dinosaurs are mm. possibly gasoline maybe, or not. Maybe it's me that doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Maybe maybe that was a story about me. Yeah. Oh man. I'm getting myself mixed up with uh, with Chris Nolan. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Do me a favor and tell yourself that I didn't think uh, Interstellar was that great. I was disappointed in it too, so I beat myself up over it a lot. Uh, that robot was fun though. But um, uh, I don't understand. Like, if they're re-releasing Interstellar in theaters, Inception, Inception in theaters, then why aren't they showing Tenet? in theaters then. Oh, I have no idea. Like, why would they do a re-release of... I don't know. I, I the, remember they when, wanted when to the, put out all the Marvel movies again in theaters. Maybe it's over... There. Maybe it's overseas or something, because I know that they're... Like, in England, the movie theaters are opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Franklin about that. He's on British Twitter, so... <laughs> yeah, he knows these things. Um, okay, let's see. We got more Dune movie news right here. Holy shit. Um, this is from IndieWire.com. Uh, Dune art director says Dennis Villas. I'll edit that. Dennis uh, Villain. How does shit? How does he say it? Villain Wave. says the films will be up there with the Lord of the Rings series. Wow, okay, now. You think that might be All a little right. bit too much? It's pretty lofty. I mean, like it, it's it's pretty bold to say something like that. Like that those first three. I mean, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy is pretty pretty loved by like most audiences. Yeah, right? and like, it's also I was talking about Lord of the Rings, and I said how it's it's the last movie I watched where my brain didn't go, oh, it's all computers. Exactly. Well, because they used a lot of practical effects on that on that series. Yeah, as well. it was pretty yeah. amazing. And I was like, I I had those giant box sets of all the Lord of the Rings movies. And yeah. we talked to when Van was on. We talked about like all the special features. Those box sets were amazing, and it has so many oh, things in it. Yeah. No, I'll for probably sure. watch eighty billion hours of Lord of the Rings, and I'm wondering if that's what I spent the most time watching was like everything i could possibly find about the making of those with all the miniatures and the like giant castles they would make and how they mixed everything up no it is it, it was like you know kind of like the last uh, well no i can't say that cuz of the marvel movies have completely decimated that now so well um, i remember when the hobbit came out there was a story about um ian mckellen like sitting in this green room crying what? Because, yes, he was crying because everything he was doing was on a green screen with like people in like those green costumes to yeah. do all the special effects, and he's like, "This isn't a movie. 
Like, it was this, like, heartbreaking thing for him to make The Hobbit. Good lord. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. I mean, well, I mean, the it, it in the end, the product was not good, so... I mean, yeah. I, I, I only saw the... F- what? I only saw the first one. I didn't even fuck with the other ones. Oh, I gave up after, the, like, half of the second Hobbit movie. Okay, wow. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> so this article about the guy, guy comparing it to Lord of the Rings, the art director, because um, of course the art director on on a movie knows what what a what a good movie is, right? Yeah, yeah. it's um it's an interview from Kids First Film Critics, <laughs> so it's like what the, the fuck the Junior Film Critics Association of like here here seven year old boy watch dune and tell me what you think about this yeah and the art director like leans down and he's like kids it's gonna be just like lord of the rings and kids are like what's that yeah Yeah. is that a Fortnite? yeah what is that yeah can i dab on that what is that (laughs) um yeah it's the sheer scale of it is going to be daunting Ooh. but i do think it's going to be something extremely special I love the way people talk about movies like that in the most generic possible way. Like they're just like, "Oh yeah, he's you know he's such a such an amazing director and and uh, just fantastic work." Like just uh, you know, it's going to be the ambition was so high, so high. Um, Villanueva recently spoke about the sprint to wrap Dune amid quarantine in Canada. He's up there with you. Oh my God! You think you could go visit him? He's probably working on it in Toronto because there's so many production studios here. So, oh, I always um, think of Vancouver. When I oh, Toronto's there. big too. Oh yep. boy. Yep, it's uh, they're shooting some kind of movie down the street the other day. I'm not sure what it was, but uh, they had a lot of uh, they had some house kind of cordoned off, and they're shooting a bunch of shit there. So, um, I probably talked yeah. about this, but it was I think they made a TV show off a book called The Dresden Files that took place in Chicago. Oh yeah, and they filmed it in Vancouver, and you kept seeing like shots of mountains <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> yep, same with Rumble in the Bronx. Oh boy. Yep, those the the mighty hills of uh, New York City. <laughs> oh. So they are um, they're going to be doing some reshoots on Dune. Oh boy. Okay. Um, let's see. Natural. It happens. Do a little uh, VFX and the editing. Being in Montreal. Oh, he's in Montreal. As my crew, crew stayed in Los Angeles. Mm. How far are you from Montreal? Uh, Montreal's like, uh, it's probably like a five-hour drive, four or five-hour drive, something like that. Just get on your bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wouldn't take too long. Take <laughs> me a couple days to get there. I did some Google Maps thing and accidentally hit the walking button. It's like, well, this will take me 14 days to get here. Hey, not bad. You're thumbing it, right? Hell yeah. I'll do whatever I need to to get where I'm going. Um, more Dune movie news. I got a bunch. I did some research wow. by typing in uh, Dune news on Bing. Uh, hey, that's a great way to search the internet. Uh, sorry, Zendaya fan. She's not in Dune very much. Oh, shit. Zendaya. She's probably going to be in the second one, maybe more or something. Yeah, I'm hoping it's going to be like... Um, the book where the first movie is entirely set up and hopefully not too boring. I didn't want to break any like hardcore Dune fans' hearts when I said the first part of that book was a little slow, but 
I don't want to say sure. slow, just so full of information. No, it's exposition, right? Yeah. They have to set up the world and build the world and stuff. She should have a singing career. That uh, that name, I don't know, it makes me think of music. It's got kind of a musical quality to it. Zendaya. <laughs> it sounds like like an opera singer or something, right? Like uh, Zendaya Coleman. There you go. That works. Is that her name or? That's what it says. Just, I think. Oh, oh! I didn't realize she had a last name. I thought it was just one name, right? Like. Oh, she's hiding it. Let's see. Uh, um, hold on one second. I gotta scroll this up. Cut this one out. I think there was news just today. Kyle McLaughlin was talking some shit. Oh boy, Kyle McLaughlin's coming up. Nice. That's uh, actually my next window. There you go. And then I'm going to end it with uh, something, but i got to have a picture. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin agrees that Dune is almost impossible to pull off as a movie, <laughs> saying the guy that was in the movie, and he proved it. <laughs> David Lynch's 1984 film, Dune, which had its moments, but... Of course, of course. It, it, you know, it, it's, uh, it was an ambitious project, right? Like, committing that thing to... Th- and the studio is meddling with Lynch and stuff, right? So it was... Uh... Uh, you know, complicated process. Also, you know, <clears throat> as I've gotten older, I've started to realize that maybe actors are not the smartest people in the world to be, you know, constantly asking their opinions and putting them up on pedestals is like, oh, well, he played a smart person in this movie, so he must be smart, right? Like, it's like, well, no, they're an actor, so they're acting. Yeah. Their job is to make you completely forget about who they are for two hours. Sure. That's all I think about. Or just entertain you. It doesn't, you know, even with like a Vin Diesel movie, he always plays the same character, but it's still kind of entertaining. He's playing this Vin Diesel character. And do I care what Vin Diesel thinks about uh, the Dune series? I mean, not really. Chronicles of Riddick is actually, I think, a fantastic Dune movie. Um, It's got that imagery. Some of the imagery in the new Dune movie is kind of uh, reminiscent of, uh, of Chronicles of Riddick. I think I like both of those movies. Sure. Yeah, no, they're both great. They both have their, you know, their pluses and their minuses, yeah. right? Like, I think, uh, but I think, um, you know, Chronicles of Riddick was uh, not, I don't think it was a hit, but uh, it, uh, you oh. know, they made a couple of couple of good movies out of that uh, character. Yeah, Pitch right? Black. Pitch Black, I yeah. like Chronicles of Riddick, I like. Vin Diesel is an actor like Nicolas Cage where he can act when he wants to. Because I have seen, I have seen Vin Diesel movies... Like, I think The Boiler Room was one of them, and he played a lawyer in another one. Oh, yeah, that's right. But Vin Diesel is not trying to do anything else besides just be Vin Diesel and show up and have fun and blow up cars. Yeah, he's gotten lazy. Yeah. (laughs) No, it happens, it happens, right? You get to a certain point in your career, and you're like, well, look, I can coast on this now, right? Like, I don't really have to... uh, I don't have to try anymore. I cut my teeth being an actual actor. (laughs) Now I'm just a... Now I'm just like an actual, I'm just like a parody of, of myself or something. Yeah, right? I think like, Liam Neeson, that's Liam Neeson's stage right now. Liam Neeson has been the same guy in the same movie for probably 15 years since he did Taken. That's, yeah, it's probably going on 15 years. One of that, that one probably came out in like, what, like 2002 or three or something like that? Yeah, so. and it's just like, I've seen movies with him and it's just, he's got to kill some people talk like talk yep. like this oh, that train movie was hilarious he fucking killed that guy with a guitar 
Yeah, I think I think uh, he did like another Taken movie, except it was with wolves. I think he punches a wolf in it. Oh yeah, that was the gray. That was yeah. a fun movie. But he was yeah. just being Liam Neeson. Man versus nature. Uh, Kyle MacLachlan said about um, the '84 Dune. My feelings about it evolve over time. I look at it as a flawed gem. It's stunning in so many ways. Um, brings up. Uh, how do you say Jordorowski's first name? Alejandro? Alejandro, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's practically impossible to pull off the story on the screen. And uh, Kyle MacLachlan, who I'm guessing does not have a cameo after he says this, um, is that it should have been a multi-part television show. And I kind of agree with that. I felt well, the I'm... same way about The Dark Tower. That should not have been a like 90 minute movie f- fitting seven books into it. Well, no, but they did that TV movie of it and that wasn't very good. Like the sci-fi one, right? That was what? Four hours. Something like that. Probably. Oh, I, I enjoy the sci-fi more than the, um... the second one was better. The second one was better than the oh, first yeah, one. Yeah. It was far better. Yeah. Children yeah. of Dune. They yeah. combined. I think they combined the second, second and third book to make that though. Oh, uh, let's see. Well, that's funny. I mean, because of the popularity of the... Or because the movie's coming out, so many more people have been jumping on the the good ship Dune, right? Like, uh, it was the it was at the top of the Washington Post's mass market paperback bestseller list in June. So, that's fun. Yeah, I was brave enough to go into a mall. Yeah. Brave or stupid enough. Everyone was careful. Everyone was wearing masks and all that, but I found an actual bookstore in the mall, and they had a whole section of, like, before you see it in the theater, read the book. So that was nice. It was a very fancy hardcover copy of Doom. Well, they're also coming out with that graphic novel, I think, what, next month or something like that? They said fall 2020, so it's going to come out before the movie, which is a little bit... Wait, I don't don't, don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, there's uh, uh, Brian Herbert's doing a uh, uh, Dune graphic novel. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's coming out. Uh, supposed to be coming out in the fall, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if there's an official date yet, but, uh, I mean, it could be interesting. I, I'm kind of a little bit confused as to why you would come out with the graphic novel before the movie, but whatever. I mean, Oh, it's an adaption just... of the movie? It's adaption of the book, of the first oh, part, of like part of the first book or something like that, right? So, um, yep, he's taken that to the bank, that's for sure. Yeah, the second the leaves start changing, you can go pick <laughs> up the book. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is what Kyle MacLachlan says about um, adapting yeah. the movie. Hmm. There's a mysticism about it that is difficult to capture on film. Really, no shit. <laughs> that combined with a straight-ahead story and characters that are really well-created. They're full people, and you want to spend time with each one of them, and that eats up your film time. It's a real puzzle. It's just so many elements that you have to bring together. I remember that when I started reading the book back in the day. I would get to about page 50 or 60, and then have to return back to the very beginning just to put all the players in place. There are so many relationships that are important to understand and know. To hold the stories of each and those... Sorry. To hold the stories of each of those so the audience can remember, it's just almost impossible. 
Yeah, see, I and, and you know, I don't know if uh, I really don't know if if um, if uh, Villanueva is the is the best uh, candidate to make you care about these characters. Um, I find that he has a bit of a much like Nolan, actually, kind of like a bit of a cold approach to 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 kind of humanizing uh, uh, people. He's more story over character. I mean, I guess so. Like, I just I'm thinking back of uh, on, on his movies and 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 kind of trying hard to figure out like if I cared about any of the characters in the movies that he's done, which have been he's been done some good stuff. Arrival was was good. Um, and, uh, you know, I have my qualms with Blade Runner 49, but, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't really care about any of the characters in that. I was the opposite. Oh, you really, we, you really cared about the, uh, the android Ryan, Ryan Gosling character? He really, really hooked you? I did. I thought that wow. I loved every second of the, of Blade Runner 2049. Every single second of it. I have wow. never left a movie so happy. Oh wow! Uh, outside of Aquaman, and I know I'm not just saying that as a bit because I I love that so much, but I was Aquaman. I, yeah. I love Blade Runner since the second I saw it. We watched it in a sixth grade art class. And sixth grade. Sixth grade. Ooh. We had a teacher that looked like the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh boy! To the point of there was too much whispering that he was possibly related or Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and his, Jesus his, Christ. his name was Mr. Triff and he I think he he loved teaching and he was a he was an awesome art teacher but I think he was having one of those times where a teacher brings out the that cart with the TV on it and says, "Yep, this no, is what yeah. we're going to be doing for the next couple of days." And he showed us uh, Blade Runner in its entirety and gave us lessons about how they made it, the cinematography and it blew my little sixth grade brain away. Fucking Chris says he can't do the show, and I see him posting posting about cum. Should we yell at Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chris, uh, what are you doing, man? You bail on the show, and then you go and posting about cum. Chris and no, it's fine. Chris and it's fine. Michelle. Um, this is, this is no, what, it's, sorry, uh, this is what he was busy doing. I, I exactly. can't do he's this like, tonight, guys. He's like, guys, I'm too busy. I got to post about cum tonight. He gets out his old-fashioned keyboard and keyboard, his old-fashioned typewriter, and yeah, just yep. writes out cum. He's got that fucking Tom Tom Hanks one that you hook up to your computer. That's it. Oh god, it makes the clicking clack <laughs> sound. Jesus Christ! Then he, he takes um, it out and he throws no, but, it in uh, the fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I mean, with, with, uh, I just, I don't, I don't know if he can bring that emotional weight to these characters, but I mean, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, uh, I don't know. Only time will tell. So I've been having problems giving a shit about characters in movies for a while. So maybe that's on me. What's the last (laughs) character you identified with? Ah, oh, God! I've been, I have not been watching much lately. That's for sure. Nothing, not, not really much new. Hmm. No, I'm drawing a blank. I, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. Yeah. Someone <laughs> said something about like superhero movies where they identify with them. It's like I don't. <laughs> what the fuck? What the yeah, fuck? Like, do you see yourself in Batman? What are you doing? 
Well, it's that whole with great power comes great responsibility. It's like, you work at a fucking lawnmower factory. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? You're not training your body to the top of human potential. You are very excited about the new dollar menu at Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, that's just that's just me. Well, no, I mean, <clears throat> I can't figure out why they took um, precious potatoes off the uh, menu. What's the deal with that? I don't think the world ran out of potatoes. No, there's an excess amount of potatoes right now. That's what I can't figure out because there was a story recently about how the, the farmers have an excess of potatoes because all the restaurants are closed right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so many restaurants are closed. Not all restaurants, but um, it really affected the amount of uh, d- demand for potatoes because people aren't eating French fries as much. You know, you go out, you have a burger and fries, right? Like, But when people are not, aren't going out, they're not as eating as much French fries. And then all of a sudden, Taco Bell pulls all their potato items off their menus and... I'm just confused by that. You know, you think if there's an excess amount of potatoes out there, then the price of potatoes would naturally go down. They could be handing them out for free. Well, maybe it's a maybe it's a, a dietary thing because potatoes are kind of starchy and people are avoiding starchy stuff. I don't fucking know. I don't think anyone would avoid potatoes. I don't think so. People love French fries. I mean, come on. Are Taco Bell's French fries any good? I have no idea. The nacho fries are pretty good. That's almost like a poutine thing with, like, it's got, like, sour cream and salsa and shit on it. Oh, no. These are, these are like, orange orange french fries with some kind of, like, nacho-y powder and it, with that, um... Oh. That neon orange cheese. Yeah. That yellowish-orangish cheese that you dip everything in. American, sort of, yeah. Yeah, that's it, baby. This is where I play the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta stand up and salute the flag now, and there's a yeah. potato on there. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a neon yellow flag with a yeah. potato in the middle. Yeah. Oh, what God. is what's on yeah. what's on poutine? Is it like cheese curds or something? Right, like gravy and cheese curds. Gravy and cheese curds are pretty much the the base ingredients. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, no, it's pretty tasty. Yeah, for sure. I ate some poutine this weekend. I haven't had it in a little while play um that's the canadian act <laughs> wait never mind my brain just went completely visual which doesn't work on a podcast no anyway, the you, canadian uh, the canadian anthem is that da, brian adams da, da, uh da, da. oh is it summer of 69 yeah 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 where he changes black flag to wait what's the song what's something sticker on a cadillac what the fuck are you talking about Played it till my penis bled. <laughs> yeah, but he had, like, the original song was he had some kind of, like, a deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. And oh, you're thinking of that they, Don Henley song. Oh, shit. I Boys of, you're, thinking of, Adam, you're thinking, thinking of, you're thinking of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm confusing Boys of Summer with the Summer of 69. I think I like Boys of Summer a little bit better than Summer of 69. Summer of 69 is too, like, nostalgic for... Mm-hmm. It's too like rah rah nostalgic. While Boys of Summer is more sad nostalgic, right? Like, yeah, he's thinking about this chick that he was banging and how beautiful she was, and yeah. So him and Joni got married and they had some kids. And that fucking sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, a, they they yeah. covered they cover some like Alien Ant Farm or some band covered that 
and like they just changed Deadhead sticker to Black Flag sticker, and they uh, like, winked we, when they did it. We gotta get uh, we gotta get resident emo uh, specialist uh, Chid on here to talk about <laughs> uh, to talk about emo covers of classic rock songs. Oh, oh my god, that sounds terrible. I heard the absolute worst song in my entire life besides the um, Jason Mraz. We do have to get we do have to get uh, we do have to get Chid on here though. We haven't had him, we haven't had him on here, have we? Uh, he did a thing for the Christmas special. Him and Simon oh, that's right, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this this guy like that fucking the rock and roll thing with yeah when they sing like that and they they change the house of New Orleans to a house in Sin City. What? Yeah, um, I'll you know what this is the episode that we talk about music where I'll just play like fifteen second clips so no one gets sued. No, I think we should but we should Lord. save that we should save that and we should uh, we should uh, we should do an emo boys uh, episode with uh, with <laughs> <Yes>. Chid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> we'll have to take pictures of ourselves dressed completely in black with like crow makeup on. Yeah, yeah, you gotta do like the devil horns, uh, uh, hair and everything. Yeah, perfect. No, that sounds like a good idea. Because I was thinking, how do we get Chid on the show? And uh, we we know he's a uh, expert on uh, on uh, emotional music, so um, we can uh, we can get him on here and play uh, play some games and have some fun or something. Do it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the last uh, Dune news I have is from. Uh, America's sweetheart Jason Momoa he released a picture on his Instagram of him filming Dune and getting the sand cleaned off him with a bald man spraying him with a hose while he does a little dance (laughs) as a gif or a video or something oh it's just a picture but he's so damn happy and he just said uh like a pig in shit Hard to explain this one, but I had an amazing day. Now I need a dune buggy. Dune coming soon. Oh, that's fun. Aloha. That guy likes he, he likes dancing a lot. That guy is so damn grateful and happy that he's just a joy to watch and enjoy. And I am looking forward to him playing Duncan Idaho and many Dune movies to come. Are they are they doing an Aquaman two? Yeah, they're doing Aquaman two, and they're doing some movie called The Trench. Where it's going to be like a horror movie about the um, the uh, sea monsters, Mariana's Trench or something. Yeah, the they were in. Um, <clears throat> sorry, let me get a sip of water. Now we're both drinking water tonight. We've been we've been I've been hitting the booze. I've been hitting the booze too hard lately. Oh, it's no. really hurting. It's really hurting my body. Yeah, I gotta slow down. You gotta you gotta drink more and smoke more so you get a cool voice. Well, that's the other thing too. Smoking too many cigarettes is just all this, you know, time just sitting in the backyard, having little cookouts and having, you know, couple of friends over. Still keeping it very low key, but you know, next thing you know, you smoked a whole pack of smokes, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, that feel like shit. You get the cigarette hangover. Yeah, then you got a throat talking like me right now. Anyway, the trench are the uh, black sea monsters from Aquaman. Oh, right. That was a great scene. Was, I love that fucking scene. Yeah, it was great. Um, and they're doing, I don't know the whole plot. I don't think it's James Wan, but I think he's having like a buddy mm. doing it. Because James Wan and um, 
DC, for some reason, got a bunch of, like, indie-ish uh, directors that did horror movies. Uh, yeah. Like, David Sandberg, who did um, Shazam, did, like, the Annabelle movies and The Conjuring, I think. Well, it's, I mean, that's a pretty it's a pretty popular move by big studios to poach independent guys that have a bit of success, right? Yeah, so. I think they also know how to work with smaller budgets. And, like, the, the mm, way a lot of yeah. companies make money is they'll release yep. insanely low-budget horror movies that can be made for $2 million, and then they make $100 million, and it's like, well, this is all profit. Yeah, we're working on a. Um, I'm working on a uh, killer Wolverine movie with my friend right now. It's like this giant mutated Wolverine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not Logan Weapon X. Then. Not Logan. No, we're, we. And, and that's the thing. That's what we were talking about. Is the fact that the Wolverine X Men character mm-hmm. has completely taken over the 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 the, um, the Wolverine like animal, right? So we got to take that back. We got to take nature has to take that back from the from the big studios and say no. Wolverines exist in nature. They're mean and nasty, and uh, I think it's going to be a really good creature feature. I wonder if you would ask ten random people like what they thought of when they first heard the word Wolverine. Would it be like Hugh Jackman or some Definitely. guy in yellow spandex with knives coming out of his hand? Not the Definitely, they would. I, I would be surprised if people even knew that it was a fucking animal. <laughs> Damn kids! <laughs> yep, with their fucking TikTok and their. <laughs> oh, it's these, fine. It's these fine. Zoomers yeah. don't even know what a Wolverine is anymore. I'd be surprised if some millennials probably don't even know either, cause just because it's taken over that much in the pop culture, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're having fun writing that. It's uh, you know we're coming up with some different stuff, so should be pretty fun. Just but, uh, don't. Please don't make it a found footage film. Oh no 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 no! This will still be this will be a dramatized sort of version. It'll be a, uh, it'll be a regular feature film, not found footage. Um, it's gonna be uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're thinking we're thinking about making it a Christmas movie. Aww. Uh, make it a creature feature that takes place around Christmas time. Are we doing the Christmas um, movie we'll argument? Is this going to be taking place at Christmas or involve actual parts of the holiday of Christmas? It will be involving parts of the holiday. It won't be put, taking place on like Christmas Day. This will be like in December um, during Christmas time. Yeah. So there's not going to so. be a kid that. <laughs> Thinks it's getting a puppy. <laughs> There's a box under the tree that's rattling around. There's a baby Wolverine <laughs> yes. in it. It's pretty good. I'm gonna write uh, that down. Can, yeah, just just put me in the thanks. Yeah, yeah. Baby Wolverine in a box. Yeah. My my biggest dream in the world is to um, die in a trauma movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing I would love more than uh, just to be torn apart. In the lowest budget movie you could possibly think of. Get your head torn off. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. Get a mop through my face from the Toxic Avenger. Uh, are they still making Toxic Avenger movies? Yeah, I don't know what Troma's doing anymore. I think they're distributing like low budget horror mm. movies and all that, which is good. That's fine. Somebody's got to do it, right? Have some fun. Yeah, those were the biggest influence of me like growing up were Troma movies. Like If I somehow was able to become a giant Hollywood director 
that would be my dream job is to make Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD, <laughs> except I, uh, a slightly larger budget. For some reason, I always think that that first Swamp Thing movie is a trauma film, but I know it's not. Like it was, but it, I think it was like it. It felt like trauma adjacent almost, mm. right? Like the effects were really crappy, and I mean they obviously spent like a lot of money getting Heather Locklear in there, right? So yeah, I think I there's trauma movies that try to do their best, and then there's trauma movies that just embrace what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think they are but, just mostly hmm. buying movies now. Someday. There you go. Maybe we can sell a uh, Dune Boys movie to Troma. Oh, that'd be a dream. Every yeah. single time um, Stan Lee showed up in a movie, it was just like, eh. But when they did Guardians of the Galaxy, and Lloyd Kaufman shows up in a prison, <laughs> I ch- I oh, cheered. That- Oh, that's funny. That was the best thing I've ever seen in a motion picture. Oh, that's because uh, what's his fuck, what's his face there uh, worked on trauma stuff, right? Yeah, James Gunn started. I think he was like an intern for Trauma, and he wrote Tromeo and Juliet, which is right probably the best trauma movie they ever made. And I think he stuck around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I knew who he. This is oh boy, I just almost did like the, I knew who he was before he was famous. Well, I mean, you kind of did. Yeah, though, so. I did. So I knew who James Gunn was, and when like James Gunn went to Hollywood and they said he's directing like a Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. It was like holy shit, and then when they said James Gunn is doing a Marvel movie, it was like no, there no, he's not. He's got too many skeletons in his closet. Apparently, he had some skeletons on Twitter, but. Well, he's, they tried to cancel him, and he, he bounced right back. So. Yeah, he yeah, he got fired, and then went to DC, and then somehow took a job back from Marvel, which I thought was very strange. Uh, his agent must have uh, really pulled some uh, pulled some favors to get that done, or something. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, fucking Hollywood backroom blowjobs. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. He had Michael Rooker do it for him. Um, yeah, exactly. So the last piece of uh, do news is not. Do news, but it's it's for us. Oh, um, we have a uh, website for the spinoff program, Dish Boys. Oh yes, that's right. That's fantastic. And the website is dishboys.org. We got to get some uh, animated gifts up on there. The kid, everyone, all the kids are going crazy for gifts. Well, the the problem is it's not a problem. I'm trying to say the best way possible. Um, <laughs> we were very grateful and lucky that. Um, Van hooked us up uh, through the Bazizio Corporation to give us this website. Uh, yeah, it, it's yeah. set up like a blog, but we can work on it and make it look better. I didn't think it would be a bad idea to keep it pretty simple. I kind of like how it's set up, like a blog where we can share pictures and yeah. videos and all that. But it's a work in progress. But I do think we need an under-construction gift that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> Hey, Ben, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, uh, a reminder to the listeners to uh, send us your pictures of your dirty dishes, um, and then we'll put it up on the site. And, uh, yeah, I think that might be a good spot to, uh, to, to try to post up, like, dish news and just and stories that we find fascinating about the world of uh, dishwashing because, uh, you know, it's something that uh, it's something that everybody has to deal with, right? So it's been uh, it's it's been really a lot of fun making that show for sure. Yeah, so we'll be having you know show notes and 
things yeah. we talk about that and links and all that. So we'll still have Ooh, the Twitter yeah. up, but I just like having that whole visual component. And we can have, uh, if guests want to leave anything on there, we can work that out. And oh, yeah, be a yeah. fun little um, adventure. Since we're, since we're plugging stuff right now, I want to plug my, uh, my Pee Wee Herman Matrix comic. Which we're uh, we're going to be dropping another episode at the end of the month. Uh, you can find that at at Pee Wee Matrix on Twitter. Um, I'm looking into getting a website set up, but uh, yeah, we're having we're having a lot of fun with that uh, with that uh, with that series making that. So gonna get an Eisner Award for best adaptation well, of. <laughs> I think what we're trying. I think what we're gonna try to do is. Uh, kind of like yeah i don't know we're we're we'll, we'll see where we'll see what happens we're, we're we're getting into it we've got a couple episodes in the can already but um we're just uh we're seeing how far we can take it right i, th- I think it should be a good time yeah my review was it's pretty damn funny there you go it's got jeff gibson's <laughs> stamp of yeah, stamp of approval yeah. yeah you're gonna make some toffee i heard you're gonna make some toffee i'm making some taffy Toffee, taffy, and shit. I got it mixed up. Oh, yeah. Boy, that accent's coming through. Oh, hey, some toffee, eh? Some toffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a taffy boy now. That's uh, my thing. Every once in a Ooh. while, I just get addicted to something. That's all I want to eat. We should uh, we should do a taffy boys episode and talk talk about taffy. I used to get saltwater taffy when I went to. Uh, Went to the Jersey Shore. Went down to the boardwalk and bought a little box of taffy. And... Hey, buddy. Oh, man. Yeah. Save this for taffy, mm. boys. All right, there we go. <laughs> it's in. Let's put it on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think, uh, are we not going to continue? We're going to get back on the road and uh, hunt some more cryptids, I think, soon, aren't we? I believe so. I think we got something about a mothman I've been hearing about. Where's the Mothman? Is that in Seattle? Where's the Where's the Mothman? Like kind of. I think the Mothman is in New Jersey. It's in Jersey, is I'll it? Tuck it something maybe. Uh, that's up in uh, that's up in uh, New England sort of area. Is it New Jersey mm. in New England? Yeah, yeah, close yeah, enough. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll we find the Mothman of New Jersey. <laughs> we'll find him. He, he moved. We'll, rents cheaper. We'll track. We'll track him. We'll track him down. He had to. He had to move uh, away from Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Cheaper rent, right? We got so. many exciting things planned. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. We're having uh, so much fun. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna have uh, more guests coming up. Uh, we have an episode coming up with uh, Nate. I, I think Nate is that one uh, almost done. Yep, but I'm not talking about that on air. Sweet. But we gotta, All right. We cool. gotta think of a good way to wrap this up. All right, perfect. Yeah, well, I mean, thanks for uh, joining us today, guys. It's been uh, a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you next time. On uh, uh, are we going to cover the book? Are we going to cover the book? Are we going to jump back into the book? Yes, we are. Yes, we're we're going to do (laughs) Shake and Bakey's episode, right? Talking about the dish games, and then we are going to be doing Dune Messiah with John. Oh my god, we got so many irons in the fire. So many irons in the fire. It's going to be uh, an exciting fall for us, right? Now that we're all getting back into the schedule of things. Yeah. Now that um, life has been a little know. bit complicated, so we've just kind of been, you know, doing yeah. what we're doing. But I think I at least am back on a normal schedule and a lot more free yeah. to do things. And so we're going to be getting back to the book rather quick. 
Well, that's great. I uh, I look forward to that um, kind of return to uh, some normalcy. It has been really hard to uh, to focus lately. Yeah. Um, I found it, especially when like, especially regarding literature. I've been I haven't been reading as much as I liked lately. So I need to get back into no, that. No, me uh, so. me reading is like when I'm tired and I have read the same page five times. And then I fall asleep and I drop the book on my head because <laughs> I'm usually laying on a couch holding a book in front of my face or a tablet lately. But I've dropped a few on my face. But I think my brain is now at at least about 45%, so I can focus a little bit more. So we'll be getting back into Dune Messiah very soon. Yeah, sounds good. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. This was a Buzzcast Network production. Wow.